This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Omnial Saleh and Hany Balkis. Welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse 95. It is me, Hany Balkis, with Omnia Saleh, giving you everything you need to know about what's happening in the tech world and in the UAE. But ladies and gentlemen, I just want to wish you a happy International Women's Day for women all across the world. Now, ladies and gentlemen, this is your day and your chance to appreciate the woman in your life. But I do believe you should appreciate women every day. Yes, indeed. It is a very special day for every woman out there. And this is exactly why we're going to be celebrating with you right here on Future Talk. Because we're going to be talking about UAE's five most prominent women in the tech world. We do know that the UAE has one of the highest rates when it comes to women being involved in the technology sector as well as space sciences. Yes, indeed. Women play a very big and important part in the tech world right here in the UAE. And we saw that with the Hope Probe Mars mission. I don't know the exact percentage, but I do know yes. a big number of women were in that plan or that uh, what's team. called project yes. team. Yes. But also UAE's bloggers, YouTubers and Instagrammers just may be subject to VAT or value-added tax. Yes, indeed. This may not be the best news for everyone, for every blogger out there, but it does Sucks also... for me. <laughs> I'm so a TikToker. Now, you're a TikToker now. That's his brand new career. Um, but we're going to be telling you what that means for all the creators out there, including Hani. Coming up on the show as well, we're going to be talking all about UAE University students creating a groundbreaking technology for people of determination. And this innovation may just have to do with grocery shopping. Yeah, we got a lot of interesting and exciting news happening right here in the UAE when it does come to tech. But let's go to our good friend, Twitter and how it's testing a new e-commerce feature for tweets. Now, we have been talking and hinting for the past couple of weeks now that Twitter soon may have a paywall, not paywall, well, yes. pay for tweets type of feature to kind of give their creators more money when they do tweet, even though I'm against it. <laughs> well, in the world of weird tech, lots is happening as well because we're going to be talking about Honda launching a new advanced self-driving car all the way in Japan. Lots and lots is in store right Japan here. Japan always gets the cool stuff, man. <laughs> we do have a lot of cool stuff right here in yeah, the but too. Yeah, but Japan, I think they got that flying helicopter car or something like that. I think uh, flying taxis. I don't know, man. I mean, I think <laughs> I'd, 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 uh, I'd vacation for in Japan for a while. <laughs> after we're done with this COVID pandemic thing. Well, if you're like Hani, you got to stay tuned and find out what this story is all about. Lots and lots is in store, so make sure you keep all 95 locked and we'll be right back. Pulse 95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Now, if you don't know, March 8 is the International Women's Day, and it's a day where we should appreciate women more, even though I do want to appreciate women every day. But today we're talking about the UAE's five most prominent women in the tech world. And we're going to give you a list of those five right now. Yes, indeed. As you've mentioned, Tani, today is a day where we celebrate women in all walks of life, in all professions. But talking about women in tech, you know, one of the biggest concerns whenever you look at any technology industry is that you look around and you don't find enough women. But right here in the UAE, every woman out there in this sector is changing this reality. And we're going to be starting out with Dr. Aisha bint Butti bin Bashir, who is a director general of the Smart Dubai office. She is one woman that has been recognized right here in the UAE. 
UAE as being a prominent woman in the tech world. Yes, and Kainde Ibrahim, Global Content Partnerships Director, Director for the Middle East, Africa and Turkey at Twitter, and Ming Hu, the co-founder of Women in Tech Dubai, are the one, other two women among the top five po- po- most prominent women. I don't know why it's a tongue twister <laughs> for me today, but I think I need to get more coffee. But the list does come on the day of Women's Day, which is marked on March 8th globally. Now, we're seeing that a lot of women are being appreciated, and especially in the tech world, as Omni and I have always talked about how other parts of the world, not here in the UAE, other parts of the world, for example, the United States, women are kind of taboo when it does come to the tech industry and the tech world, and sometimes they can even be singled out. Yes, and especially when we're talking about girls and women wanting to study STEM subjects, whether that was science or mathematics, there's a lot of stereotypes about that being it or that topic being something that women don't do, that women should be into arts or into any lighthearted topic. Cooking. Cooking, cleaning. <laughs> yeah, that, that that is not the case. Uh, women are equal to men, and they should do whatever they their heart wants them to do. Exactly, and this is exactly why a lot of women right here in the UAE are showing the complete opposite. And the encouraging women that we're going to be talking about today are pursuing tech careers. They're breaking the stereotypes one minute at a time. And statistics actually show that 40% of university students that are specializing in computer science and IT right here in the Middle East are women. Yes, and also we're, we're talking about Ming Hu or Ambirian Musa while being the CEO of the first regional online comparison site for financial and non-financial consumer products, which is called SuqAlMal.com. She's also listed among the top 50 most influential women in the Arab world. And also she is the winner of the Emirates Woman Award by the government of Dubai. So a big feature for Ambirian Musa. Yes, indeed. Kinda Ibrahim, though, is another woman that was recognized for being one of the five most prominent women, UAE-based women, who are shaping the world of technology. She is the Global Content Partnerships Director for Middle East and Africa and Turkey at Twitter. She previously worked for tech giants like Microsoft and Yahoo, and she's very passionate about converging media and technology, as well as tech startups. And she has led many of Twitter's uh, intro markets across the Middle East, and she's actually now part of the regional leadership team. We're living at a time when women are also having leading roles in tech uh, startups and tech companies, which was never a reality back in the day. Yes, and we're also looking at how they're also getting into that e-commerce, that business type of sector. Ming Hu, who is the co-founder of Women in Tech Dubai, which does seek to create an educational and supportive community for women in STEM professions. She's also a senior full-stack engineer at Tradling, which is a technology startup with a vision to become the preferred B2B e-marketplace in Middle East and Africa and North Africa region. Yes, indeed. Now, I'm sure a lot of people may be tuning in right now, and the, you may know a woman in tech in your industry, in your university, and I think it's worth giving them a little bit of a shout-out or a little word of encouragement because they are definitely working in sectors where they may feel like they're dominated by men. However, slowly as times go on, we are seeing women rise to the ranks in the field of tech and in the field of space sciences. And the UAE Hope Probe is actually one of the biggest evidences that women are making big roles in mm-hmm. the tech industry and we see we saw i think about 80 percent of the science team that was leading the hope probe mars mission 
was composed of women. They had leadership roles and they were making moves. Yes. Now, uh, being into tech, whether you're a woman or a man, uh, there's basically no limits and no, no borders. So that's why Muna Atiyah, who is the CEO and founder of MomsWorld.com, has proven to be one of the Middle East's most prominent women entrepreneurs. She actually created a leading online marketplace for all things a mother, baby, and a child might need. It was the first enterprise of its kind in the Middle Eastern region. So we're looking at even if a mother wants to stay at home and do the the mother the traditional mother duties that most uh, stay-at-home moms do, well, you have a website for it where you can learn a lot about a lot of things. So we're looking at all these entrepreneurs or all these uh, women in tech and how they're doing such big things. And we've actually brought a lot of women in tech on the show and giving them their props. But I do want to tell you guys one thing. If you know someone, a woman in tech or a woman in general, I want you to text everyone who's a woman, but a woman you look up to the most, right? Yes. The most influential woman in a your life. A role model. A role model. I want you guys to text us in at 4215-Duart-Salat. And because it is International Women's Day, we will give a shout-out on air. Just text us in the name and what she does or how she influenced your life. And it doesn't have to be a woman in a top role. It yes. could be anyone, a university student, any woman who you look up to. Power does not only lie in the hands of those who hold the top roles, and we want to acknowledge every woman in tech right here on Future Talk. So send in those yes. names, and we will give them a special shout-out on the show. 4215, do it a lot. Yes, again, International Women's Day, but we need to appreciate women every day. They do so much for us, mothers, daughters, sisters, appreciate women we need to take care of them and again take the opportunity today to appreciate women a little bit more than you usually do yes indeed coming up on the show we're going to be talking all about uae's bloggers youtubers and instagrams now being subject to vat keep pulse 95 locked we'll be right back you're listening to pulse 95 daily digital news bits and bytes connect our world there are many content creators living right here in the UAE. Whether they were bloggers, YouTubers, or Instagrammers, we do have some news for them because now they will be subjected to VAT. And this tax will apply to services like promoting a certain product, whether it was in a blog or even a YouTube video. And this is all according to the last bulletin from the Federal Tax Authority that is concerning subjecting all value-added taxes for the services or products that are supplied in the country. Yes, now these tax applies to services like promoting product and blog or video. Now, we do know that social media influencers such as bloggers, YouTubers, and Instagrams in the UAE are subject to VAT for the services rendered or even products supplied in the country. Now, VAT does apply to instances where an influencer or artist is promoting a product in a blog or a video, promoting a business via social media post, and any other online promotional activities performed on behalf of other businesses for the consideration may be subject to VAT as well. Now, we do know that VAT is also applied to any physical appearances, marketing and advertising-related activities, or any other services that influences or even artists may provide for a consideration. Now, it was only recently when the UAE government required anyone engaged in influencer marketing to go ahead and obtain a license. And for quite some time, the rules haven't been quite clear as to whether or not these influencers would also be subject to taxes for the payments that they received in exchange of their services. Now, for those of you who don't know, being an influencer or a content creator does not mean that you're getting free products at all times. Sometimes this is a reality, 
but more often than not, you receive a product, you would review it, and this review would mean that you will be paid by the certain company. But now, as a content creator, this there will be a VAT applied to whatever it is that you're going to yeah. be making uh, money out of this company. So those who make a lot of money are certainly required to register for the VAT. But if an artist or a social media influencer who makes taxable supplies are required to register for VAT, provided that the value of their taxable supplies and imports in the last 12 months exceeded or they expected to exceed the next 30 days, then their registration threshold would be of about 375,000 dirhams. Yes, now something, a question that does come in mind yes. is, for example, let's say a business in America wants to promote uh, something in America, but this artist or, or influencer is is well-known internationally. So when when advertising the pro- product, it's not only for the UAE uh, market, or maybe it's not for the UAE market in general, right? And they want to advertise it to America. Is that going to have VAT on it as well? Mm. I mean, there's a lot of questions that do come up. However, the FTA did say that no registration threshold is required if an artist or influencer does business with an unregistered UAE-based individual or business. So I guess my question has just <laughs> been answered. And I was kind of giving you guys a, a scenario with an answer that I just got. Now, that is also applicable in cases where an artist or social media influencer does receive goods such as mobile phone or laptop as payment for their services. Yes, indeed. Now, when the entirety or part of the consideration uh, that you're going to be gaining is non-monetary, then the value of the supply is the monetary part plus the market value of the non-monetary part. So that would be less than the VAT amount. At the same time, when the person supplying the goods to the artist or the influencers or the company that is giving you uh, the goods in exchange for a service, like, let's say, you know, reviewing the certain product, is registered for VAT, such a person will also need to account for VAT on the supply of goods. So these are some new regulations for different bloggers, content creators on YouTube, as well as Instagrams that they should be taking into account now whenever they start to accept new sponsorships. Yes, indeed. I mean, let us know your guys' thoughts for 215 or on our Instagram at Pulse95Radio. But ladies and gentlemen, before the break, we were telling you to send in your text messages for 215 so we can appreciate women in life. But I'm going to be appreciating a woman in my life, which is my mother, who is my rock, who has been by my side since the day I was born. So a big appreciation to mama. I love you so much, Habibti. And uh, I do hope that one day I will make you proud. And I'm sure she's already proud, but even more proud. Thank you so much, Omni. And again, appreciate woman today a little bit extra, but don't. Uh, not appreciate women because we need to appreciate women <laughs> every day. Yes, indeed. Keep Pulse95 locked and send us any woman that you'd like us to give a special shout out to on Future Talk. Coming up on the show, we're going to be talking all about UAE University students creating some innovations for people of determination. Keep Pulse95 locked. We'll be right back. Pulse95. Check this out. Check this out. We just can't get enough about all the technology that is happening in the UAE. And today, we're going all the way to the capital. Abu Dhabi University students have created a groundbreaking technology for people of determination. We're talking about the D1 card, which will provide people of determination with shopping assistance. Now, one quick, one interesting fact about me, I love grocery shopping. So when I read about this innovation... This means you're getting old. 
True, it is true. <laughs> it's sad, but it's true. And knowing that there is uh, innovation that's being created to help people with determination enjoy this activity does bring a smile or put a smile on my face. But these students, they are actually uh, currently studying at Abu Dhabi University and they are in the Office of Research and Sponsored Program. They decided to work together to design and implement an integrated system known as the D1 cart. So I'm guessing D1, D stands for People of Determination, and it's a shopping cart that will make it a lot easier for People of Determination to mm -hmm. go ahead and get their needs in a much quicker manner, but also make it a very pleasant shopping experience overall. Yes, now the D1 cart is supported by a robotic arm and a lifting mechanism, which is controlled by a remote joystick to help People of Determination reach items on high, sh high shelves effortlessly. Now the control system is adjusted to accurate and precise factors including speed, sensitivity and even reliability as well as incorporating the maximum workspace to provide an easy and simple manual controlling. Now the D1 card is also su supported by an automated scanning system which will provide comfort and convenience to enable people of determination to avoid cashier lines which is very important. I mean people of determination we need to make things a lot more easier and quicker for them. Now, this integrated system does help limit interaction with store staff and shoppers, which in turn does contribu contribute to the precautionary and safety measures taken to avoid the COVID-19 transmission. So, I mean, it looks like these students have hit all, all boards of it. Yes, They've hit indeed. the factor of helping people with determination and hit the factor of minimalizing contact with people because of the COVID-19 pandemic. Absolutely. And it's the best part about it is that it was actually created by students. So they put in all their efforts, all their design capabilities to come up with this new innovation. And they worked very hard to design and implement the D1 cart over several months. And they're going to continue to use those skills to come up with further innovative ideas to develop the product for the benefit of the community. Now, a lot of us tend to take our blessings for granted being able to see, being able to move, being able to pick up things easily. But for people of determination, any innovation that can help them regain that sense of normalcy, but also help them depend less on people around them, caretakers, caregivers, is going to help improve their quality of life. Yes, and I do believe uh, the number one thing that a lot of people with pe people of determination have is they want that free freedom. Yes. And they don't want to kind of depend and rely on people. Yeah. And that's why... The UAE has stopped calling them people of disabilities but with determination because they are determined to go across all borders in life and get what they need and without the help of many other people. So I'd like to thank these Abu Dhabi University students and I'd like to thank the UAE government for making things so much easier with for people of determination. We want to know your guys' thoughts, though. 4215 or on Instagram at Pulse95Radio. I love that you highlighted that they're no longer called people with disabilities yes. because the UAE does believe in the saying that goes that disability is only that of the mind. Let us know your thoughts. Our text lines are open, 4215-DOR-ITTISALAT. But coming up on the show, we're going to be talking all about Twitter testing out a new e-commerce feature for its tweets. Is it possible now to buy a certain product through Twitter? What's that all about? Keep Pulse 95 locked. We'll be right back. You're listening to Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? Pulse 95. Yes, what's worth a click and download? We're talking about Twitter, the app that we've been talking about for the past couple of weeks now because 
Well, they're making a lot of big improvements to the app. Now, Twitter is testing a new e-commerce feature for its tweets. Now, with a new Twitter card format, the company is actually experimenting with tweets that do include a big shop button and integrate product details directly into the tweet itself. Now, I'm going to be honest, I'm not a big fan of Twitter, but if it also starts including shopping features, you can definitely... You're, you'll be sure that it's going to lure me in. Being able to shop through a tweet, why not? I mean, I, I, for a lot of people, it could mean big things. But for example, when Instagram uh, introduced that shop feature. I love it. Never used it. I never used it, but I know people who have and who've really enjoyed the products that they got from Instagram. Let me open Instagram right now. Let me see. But at the same time, I'm sure the host of Afternoon Karak Aisha Mazmi would agree that sometimes buying off of Instagram is not the safest. They will take sometimes the money, but never actually send you anything in return. <laughs> so question, Omnia. Yes. If I order something from Instagram, right? Okay. Who's gonna be sent? Who's gonna be giving me the package or who, delivering the package? The page. The page? Yeah, the page itself. So I'm not sure if you've seen, but there are a lot of... See editor's picks. Wow. <laughs> there are a lot of, uh, let's say, fashion pages that may not belong to well-known brands. So we're not talking about like a retail shop, but just an online store that is present. They have an Instagram on... They have a presence on Instagram. You can shop pieces that are unique that you may not find elsewhere on the market and they'll go ahead and shop them straight to your house. But the thing is... You may come across non-trusted retailers and that's when the mess starts to happen because you may pay for something, you don't receive a package, you start asking about where your package is and all of a sudden, no response. So that's definitely a concern that I have with the new Twitter card format that the company is currently experimenting with. So these tweets will start to include a big shop button and it will integrate all the product details directly into the tweet itself so the product name the shop name how much it costs will all be included within that shopping tweet yes now a more shoppable tweet format could actually allow these creators to direct their fans to products and merchandise perhaps now twitter also briefly touched on its plans for future investments when it does come to e-commerce during its investor day just last week but obviously not in a great detail. Twitter kind of likes to keep things under the, the table for a while and then just says, bam, here we have it. But we do know that a lot of people use Twitter, me being one of them. But the question is that I want to ask all our listeners and audience who are viewing on YouTube or in the, on the radio or wherever you're listening to us, 4215, or on Instagram, at Pulse95Radio, would you buy products from Twitter? Now, to me, Omnia, right? Mm. I do believe Twitter is a very shady place. <laughs> because just because I just just I just feel that way. I feel like Instagram there's kind of a, a trusted type of mm. feeling. You can see feedback, you can see the followers, you can know if they're organic followers and not bot followers. Mm. And I have a way to find that out, but with Twitter, I just I feel it's a little bit shady. And I'm a, I'm I'm probably the number one person that uses Twitter <laughs> at work. Well, I agree with you on that perspective, but it's also interesting to see how many social media platforms nowadays have made it very easy for people to purchase products. Back in the day, you'd find something that you liked on Instagram, that you liked on Twitter or any other social media platform, and you would have to actively search and actively look for it on Amazon or on any other online you know, shopping platform to be able to find that specific product. Mm. Nowadays, all it takes is with Instagram, top the photo, with Twitter, look at the, the tweet itself and the link is there. Yeah, maybe we could see that being used for, let's say, example, 
people who do fan art, right? People oh, yes. who create uh, artists, for example, people who are into art, maybe music. I, I'm looking at it a lot of different varieties, but I do believe Instagram is the number one platform when it does come to buying things e-commerce, that you e-commerce, yeah. not e-commerce, Amazon's e-commerce, but more of like buying things that you see your favorite influencers mm. use. Now, what's interesting with Twitter is we've always known it was one of the least social media platforms that allowed creators to make money out of the platform. And now slowly with the new, uh, I think it's called the Super Follow subscription that they're planning to introduce and this new shopping tweets feature, the platform is changing and big changes are coming up. We will keep you updated with all that arises from the story. But coming up on the show, we're talking all about Honda launching a brand new advanced self-driving car all the way in Japan. And rumor has it, this self-driving car belongs to level five. What does that mean? Keep all 95 locked to find out all about it. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about Honda and how it's launching a legend. It's advanced self-driving car in Japan. Now, it's approximately 10 meter possible real world situations were simulated during the development. Now, Honda has launched the world's most advanced self-driving car, which is licensed for the road, releasing an initial batch of 100 models in Japan. Now, the legend is capable of adaptive driving lanes as well as passing and switching lanes obviously under certain circumstances. Yes, indeed. The car also functions with very interesting AI because the AI has actually been very intelligently trained on 10 million patterns of possible real-world situations that were simulated during its system development. So these real-world demonstration tests teach the AI about all the possible scenarios so when it comes across such a scenario, it would know exactly what to do. Experts do say that this is a limited rollout that would help determine whether there is sufficient demand for more autonomous vehicles. We do know that there is a growing fear amongst the public of trusting self-driving cars. Many people worry about the car not knowing what to do. And also, you know, in situations where the car would have to choose between saving a life or saving another life, it won't know what to do. But this car has features like the emergency stop function, where in the case a driver is unresponsive to handover warnings that it would give, Honda would go ahead and include extensive safety measures. Now, Omni was saying before the break that this is at class level five. But yes. Vehicle autonomy is classified along a zero to five scale. So we're looking at five indicating essentially total autonomy. Yes. But the legend is so far level, level three. three. Now, several automakers have already manufacturers capable of level three autonomy, but few countries have legal frameworks permitting their sale and use. Now, Honda's legend release does come after the car maker won approval for sales in Japan just last November. Now, the government has already amended the law to allow for such vehicles believing self-driving cars will be a key in the country with a rapidly aging population in need of a safe transportation solutions. Now, I do believe, correct me if I'm wrong, that Japan has a very big majority of the population who are over the age of 70. Yes, they are one of the oldest populations in the world. So having a self-driving car can definitely come in handy in helping maximize their productivity levels. But for those of you who are wondering, what is an autonomous car level 3? Well, that basically means that experts who created the car do feel 
fully confident that the car can completely be autonomous. So that means the driver can fully allow the vehicle to take over control, unlike what we've seen with other self-driving cars where the driver will basically have to have his hands on the wheel, let's say with Tesla, or they will have to nudge the car every now and then because it won't be able to take full control autonomously. Yes, now for now, analysts do say that automakers are still a long way from a true level four system, but in which a car is considered to, lo to no longer have a driver and just the passengers. But when we do look at level five, they are saying that there will be no steering wheel or yes. other driver controls and will be capable of handling all terrains and types of weather without the driver assistance. Now, Honda's limited release of the Legend will be available only for lease sales, but the partially self-driving sedan is priced at $102,000. So around 370,000 dirhams. So that is a big price to pay, and especially because Tesla Omnia does go starting price at 160k dirhams. It is expensive, but what my biggest worry is will governments have all the ethical and ethical regulations and laws to allow such cars out there on the road. Technology is there, but you need to make sure that it is safe for complete rollout. Let yes. us know your thoughts about those self-driving cars, and would you ride in one if you could? Future talk is coming to an end. But yes, but speaking about expensive or in Arabic, what we like to call ghali, we have al ghali here. Amar Dure, the only place to it be only at more three. Creative. Very well Time show with the man himself wearing a blue hat with the number one on it because you are number one, Amar. Tell us, what are we seeing on the show today? I'm sure you watched the UFC 259. Yes, I did, brother. What do you think? I think that this outcome was predicted because, again, the wrestling with Jan Bohovic and Israel Adesanya was obviously Jan is the bigger guy and he does have more wrestling. Fighting at 20 pounds heavier, maybe, but we're looking at the skill set of that. Omnia, don't worry, I've got you covered as well because <laughs> we're also talking about uh, failing in sports and whether you can rewire your mindset by using failure as feedback in growing in health and fitness. So more emotional fitness, thank now, God. <laughs> now, what I'm really looking forward for you talking about, Amara, is Sterling versus, versus Peter Yan. Mm, yes, and that illegal knee. Talk. Yes, what did you think of that? I think that uh, obviously being stripped of the belt from Yan is acceptable, but should it be given to Sterling? That is another question that a lot of people and a lot of controversial is controversy is going on about that. But again, you need to turn tune into the halftime show, the only place to be at three to hear Omar's side of the story. And I'm very excited to see what Omar has to say. Okay, so we're good. <laughs> we're good for the halftime show. Absolutely. <laughs> I had no idea what you guys were fighting about with the not, fight. Not fighting, we're talking discussing about. it. <laughs> lots and lots is in store on the halftime show. We'll catch you again, same time, same place, right here on Future Talk from 2 to 3 p.m. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.